0: Okay, today's going to be short and sweet. Um, the Heavenly Father, we just thank you that you've prepared our hearts, our minds, Father God, that your word is always true, and uh, uh, we can count on it to lead us, to deliver us from all trials and tribulations, Father God, that that your word is what brings life our bodies, Father God, you, you breathe that breath of life in us at the beginning of time, and we just thank you for that, Father God, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, today, I'm just going to read, um, you know, God's word don't need no help from us. Sometimes uh, when we get in the way, we get confused. But I'm going to start off on verse 12 in John 12, John 12:12. 12, 12. It says here, on the next day, much people that were come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, they took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna, blessed be the king of Israel that comes in the name of the Lord. It's interesting how when Jesus was coming into town, you know, the people yelled out and said, Blessed is the king of Israel that comes in the name of the Lord. And why, is it, why I'm saying is interesting, you find that this is the start of his death. This is the start of, of the time where they were going to crucify him. And Jesus, when he, when he had found the young ass, sat thereon, as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, thy king comes, sitting on an ass colt. These things, these things understood not his disciples at first. But when Jesus was glorified, they remembered that these things were written of him, that they had done these things unto him. Again, another interesting part of this is, is that, you know, it's just like when we go to, well, when we first come to Christ, there's a lot of things that we learn, and as we walk and as we continue our lives, sometimes we need to be reminded as, as these uh, disciples uh, were reminded that because they knew what was written of Jesus but as it was happening, they didn't realize it, and, and, and we experienced the same thing in our lives. And in verse 17, it says, The people, therefore, that was with him when, when he called Lazarus out of the grave and raised him from the dead, bear record. For this cause, the people also met him, for they had heard what, what he, the miracle that he has done. The Pharisees said among themselves, Perceive you how you prevail nothing. Behold, the world is gone after him. So these these Pharisees were complaining how everybody was following Jesus. And, And in 20 it says, And there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. And the same came, therefore, to Philip and Desired, saying, Sir, we want to see Jesus. And Philip went to Andrew, and then Andrew and Philip told Jesus. And Jesus said unto them, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it, abide, it abides alone. But if it die and bring forth much fruit, he that loves his life shall lose it. And he that hates his life in this world shall keep it into eternal life or life eternal. If any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there shall also my servants be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor now is my soul troubled. What shall I say, Father, save me from this hour? But for this cause came I into the, into this unto this hour. Father, glorify your name. So at this moment in chapter 27 he says, Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. So Jesus It was saying that should he ask God to save him from the death that he was destined to, that was destined to happen. But then he says again, but then he says after that, he says, but this cause, this is the reason I came unto this hour. This is the reason I came unto the earth that I may die for the sins of man. Then came, after he said that, Father, glorify your name. Then came there a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. And the people, therefore, that stood by heard it and said it was thunder. Others said it was an angel that spoke to him. And Jesus answered and said, this voice came not because of me. But for your sake, now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. For if I, if Jesus, if Jesus saying, if I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. So that moment in time, you know, people are Waiting for a time in the future that we will be judged. But the moment that Christ was raised upon that cross, is, it says here, now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of, of this world be cast out. See, it already happened. When Christ was raised, when Christ was put upon the cross, our, our judgment was paid for. We, we will not be judged again. Because Jesus, if if you read Isaiah 53, it tells you all what Jesus did upon that cross. He paid for the judgment of each and every one of us. And the prince of this world, who is the prince of the world? The prince of the world is our adversary, is Satan, the devil. And it said here in God's word, now shall the prince of this world be cast out. So. When, when, when Satan was cast down. He became the prince of this world. But when Jesus was lifted up upon the cross. Satan. The prince of this world was now cast out. So now. He has no authority. No authority over this world. Or within this world. It's, it's only Jesus. Jesus has the total authority and Jesus having the total authority has now given us the same authority in this world we cannot we cannot allow things to happen we cannot In in the Word of God, it says that as Christ is, so are we in this world. Christ is at the right hand of the Father. The right hand of the Father means authority. And the right hand of the the Father, as he is, so are we. We are all in authority here. Say, we don't need to to wander. We don't need to wander. We don't need to... uh, What is the best thing for us? We already know, you know, um, as Alex and I was talking earlier, you know, if, if we can see things through the eyes of Christ, there would be no issues in our lives. You know, we need to see how Christ sees. We need to see how each other, we need to see each other how Christ sees us. You know, we need to love each other like how Christ loves us. You know, Jesus said at that time, he said that if I do not leave, my father can't send another. And he sent the other. The other was the Holy Spirit that dwells in us. See, we don't need, we don't need nothing else but what's in us already. What we need to do is we need to bring what's in us outward. We need to manifest what God has placed in us. We need to manifest that spirit that is dwelling in us, the spirit of God that lives in us, we need to magnify that outwardly. Now she's going out the door. We need to magnify that outwardly. We need to be bold in our lives. We need to be bold in our speech. We cannot allow death to reign. We cannot let people go without important part of our lives you know pastor mike shared something i mean was sharing last sunday and um you know there's a lot of times that i uh, want to give up you know i want to throw in the towel because of what I see, you know, because of what I see. I want to give up, man, you know. But every time I, I, I feel that way, I realize that And if I, if I just wait, if I just wait a little longer, God's promises will come true. And so when I heard Pastor Mike speak last uh, last week, uh, it really spoke to me, you know, and it was a, it's a conversation that uh, Alex and I had, uh, I don't know, last month or a few months ago, you know, because sometimes it's not always easy doing something like this. It's not always easy um, trying to share the gospel. And, and sometimes we get discouraged we're we're no different than anybody else. You know we may stand up here and and share the word of god but but that doesn't mean that you know we don't have uh the same things going on in our minds and and in our bodies, but then again, then you get people that will come true through and speak encouragement like Pastor Mike came last Sunday and speak encouragement and and when you when I was reading this passage this morning. It gave me encouragement that that all I need to do to keep on is just lifting up Jesus. Because the word of God says that as I lift up Jesus, it will draw all men. You see, it's not about lifting up anything else but lifting up Jesus. Lifting up the gospel of Jesus Christ. Like Alex said this morning, if we look through the eyes of Christ, if we look through the eyes of Christ, things change. You see, but but things don't change out there. Things change in here. See, things got to change here. You see, Jesus' whole purpose was not to change physical change. He came to bring internal change in our lives. See, as long as we're still the same, there'll be no change. So that's why Christ had to come die and send the Holy Spirit in us so that there's an inward change. A spiritual change. You know, the Sadducees and, and even even some of Jesus' disciples at that moment, um, you know, thought that it was gonna be a physical fight. It was gonna be, you know, we're gonna bear arms. Um, and uh, you know, even even in the garden where Peter pulled out his sword and chopped off the ear. You know, again, he was in the mindset that, that Jesus' kingdom was going to be a physical kingdom. But you see, our lives can never be changed outward. We cannot change, we'll never change unless we change our inward self, our hearts. We need to change our hearts that we may save those who we love those who we love. That's why we change. That's why we do this. That's the purpose of sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ because it's the only thing that will bring change into this world. It's the only message that has tested, that's been tested for many, many years to be found true. It's just the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's all I have for you guys. That's all I have. Thank you. Uh, just remember that nothing else can change our life.